Welcome back to another exciting week in the Web3 universe. I'm your host, The Mayor, and you're listening to the Best NFT Media-Nominated NFT and Chill Podcast, the show that discusses interesting topics with artists, creators, and thought leaders from the Web3 space. On this week's episode, we got Polka Shaman, an NFT whale and collector, community member who created his own NFT project, Wag Me Wine. And he'll be letting us in on his journey and how he went from a collector and community member to creating a successful NFT project, even in this bear market. So sit back and chill while we explore the exciting world of NFTs and Web3 together. Hey, welcome back to the show. We got a special guest for this episode, a good friend of mine, awesome person in the space, Polka Shaman, also known as Greg Fisher. How's it going, Greg? Uh, going great. Glad to be here. Yeah, I'm stoked to have you. you Want to give yourself an introduction? Yeah, so I got into NFTs about, I'd say 18 months ago. A friend of mine and I wanted to create a NFT gallery we knew some traditional artists that want to get on you know, the digital space. And so we created this project. We called it the Mahi Project. And it was an absolute utter failure of a project. <laughs> I, you know. And basically what the problem was is that we didn't know this is the space. We didn't research enough and understand what it was. That led me to kind of taking a step back and participating in the space. Like you and I always talk about this, you know, buying art joining communities. 16 months later, I'm trying my second go at an NFT project called Wagby Wines. And now it's very successful. You know, that's kind of like in a nutshell, but my IRL job, a company called TripShock, and we're a travel agency for tours and activities. I've done that 14 years and also bought and sold several companies, small, uh, medium sized. So I'm kind of an entrepreneur, serial entrepreneur, but I absolutely love the crypto NFT space. Um, it's fun, it's exciting a lot of action. I love the art piece of it. Keeps it exciting. Yeah. So I mean, you and I have been on this journey together, just collecting and talking and, and uh, had a lot of great conversations. Yeah, absolutely. Wag Me Wine is doing exceptional. Hats off to that. We can get into a little bit of what inspired you to start the project. Sure. I like to drink wine. I mean, I'm not like a, a serious drinker of wine, but I, I do like wine. And one of the people I started the project with, Chris Truman, he's an artist. He's more of an avid wine drinker. I probably consider him closer to like a connoisseur of wine. You know, we got together and said, you know, it'd be kind of great to see physical and digital worlds collide with NFTs because when you buy an NFT from Wagme Wines, or I would say a wine label NFT, it's backed by a physical product. So all of the NFTs are collateralized by a physical product. It kind of holds the value a lot more than just you know any other uh, NFT that you might buy because at the end of the day, you can redeem it for wine. And the wine is actually decent wine. So we wanted to have it to where it was collateralized by physical product, but we also wanted there to be some gamification in it to keep it interesting and bring in different artists to create different pieces. Every new series, we introduce new art and new gameplay. We have an extremely engaged community. And I started this in the bear market, right? So things were on the downward spiral when we started the project, but our project has seen increased floors on all the NFTs. It has a lot to do with 
every NFT that we create in our collection uh, has a you know, future utility. So people have a hard time letting go of our pieces because you never know if that NFT could potentially have some new utility introduced that gives that person an edge in the gameplay. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And you've been running the project, I guess, as kind of like a game master, keeping the community engaged, even through the market that we're in right now. How do you think projects in this market and also moving forward, can they stay relevant? So there's three components to a project that I think you have to have continue to have sustainable value. One is obviously the art. And that can be disputed because, you know, you look at Projects like MFers, which is a stick figure, right? <laughs> is it art? I, yeah, I mean, everything is. Art is subjective, right? Uh, but I do think that the art does ultimately play a component. It grabs people's eyes. If I see a nice piece of art, you know, I like to research a little bit more. The next thing is you need to have utility. I, I used to think that NFT projects don't need utility, but then the bear market came and I realized how important it was. But it has to be utility that is sustainable and somewhat speculative, like in a good way. So if I buy an NFT and they say, okay, an airdrop's going to happen on the 30th of June. So you get the airdrop. Okay. Then what, what happens afterwards? Like you need to know that the utility of the NFT, there's something always coming. Honestly, I've seen projects do this extremely well, where they keep throwing new rumors and, and new potential utility that people always want to hold it. They don't want to get rid of it because it's something very valuable that that's upcoming, but they don't really know for sure. Now, you don't have to lie or anything about it. Like just with Wag Me Wines, we just kind of train our collectors to know that you collect a piece might be a, a time where you might need this piece later down the road that's going to add a lot of value. Lastly is you have to have a community that you can kind of depend on in a way like everyone's on Twitter saying that their community is the great like you and I joke about this like <laughs> you'll see someone's like who has who has the best community and then all these people be shilling right under their comment and I'm just like these people don't know what the difference between a good or bad community is just because you're hyping up on Twitter and you're everyone's happy in the discord that is not a good community I'll tell you the difference between a good community is a bad community and I'll give you a good example of this a good friend of mine uh recently I needed to raise some you know, some capital needed to raise some money because they had pretty important bill due. And this is someone that is a great community member. And the community that we're part of, they came through big. They were contacting him. They're saying, hey, what can we do to help? They were buying his NFTs from him um, and just supporting him. And that to me is what a community is. When, when someone needs help, that, that community is willing to actually put liquidity on the line to help each other out. Like literally just going into Discord and saying, yeah, man, this is great. This is all this. This is the coolest project ever. And, and all that. That's not a good community. That's just hype. <laughs> a good community is actually seeing the support from one another. It's hard to build that. Finding strangers around the world to come together and uh, help each other out when things are good and things are bad. That's a good community to me. I, I couldn't have said it better myself. Community and it's hard work. And I don't think people understand enough or get credit enough for how much work gets put into building these projects, maintaining these projects and keeping the community engaged, which is a tremendous feat. So when it comes to running the project, how do you go about separating how you run your NFT project with CEO of a company as well, and also keeping the community active? I do consider this a side hustle. I'm, I'm very blessed 
that I'm in a position that I can kind of take a few minutes away every day, jump into the Discord and uh, help out members. I do have one paid person. Uh, so I have someone checking and validating things. So I, I do have a lot of help. And plus I have, you know, my partner, Chris Truman and uh, Jared uh, Sandler, we call him Sandman. You know, he's helping out with things. So we have a really good team to kind of help. Uh, yeah, I do. I do nights, nights, weekends, even sometime during the day. I'm always popping in. I do. I just love it. You know, it's a something I'm very, very passionate about. So I'm always making uh, a little bit of time. Absolutely. And, and it's kind of people just have to have a passion for the space. So you were actually you were speaking about community and really awesome communities, great community members, the relationships you can build within these discords and on Twitter and in these projects communities. It's very genuine and traveled to some of these events and a few of these states and got to meet some of these people. And it's it's been incredible. And some of the best relationships I've had with friends in a long time. When you first started Wag Me Wine, how did you go about marketing the project, finding people to come into the community and build, and build the community? It kind of goes back to why I failed the first time is because I didn't invest any time into the space. I wanted all of the social equity from the space without having to put anything into it. This time around, I've had a lot of social equity because I went to different NFT events, you know, IRL events. Um, I've established myself you know, as kind of a thought leader, you know, on Twitter, I established myself as someone that people could trust, you know, through the different NFT communities I was in, like Basefish Mafia. So I just met a whole bunch of people along the way, built up a network. And then I was ready to, you know, start my project. And that is the single thing that I find with new NFT projects is they just want to jump into 18 months since my fuck up to can I say that? Yeah. That's <laughs> to this project. And I'll tell you the biggest difference is that I paid my dues. I invested into you know, the NFT community financially and, you know, my time, you know, going to the NFT events, uh, spending money in NFT, supporting artists. Like I bought art from so many different artists and along the way I got to meet them and brought them in, into the Wagme Wine project, brought them into, you know, my social circle. That's what you have to do. You have to put time in. You have to put a little bit of money in. You don't have to go crazy like I did, but you can put a little bit of money in and it goes a long way, man. When you support an artist, a lot of times they're going to come back and support you either through airdrops or, you know, had some artists come into the Wagme project, our um, very active community members. You know, but one thing about the community uh, I wanted to make a point of is that our community is so close that, you know, we buy a lot of art together. And I know, Tyler, you're part of the Wagme community. Like, how many pieces have we bought together? Like, uh, you know, one, I'll just make one point, uh, Niren, who does the Flutterflies. Pretty much everybody in our, we have bought all of her, her Flutterflies. So it's really advantageous for artists, too, to get involved in NFT projects. They don't have to get involved in 100 of them, but get involved in these active communities because this is one way that you can start building your holder base. So when you are ready to start your NFT project, you have actual people that would want to buy your art because they know you and they trust you. That's such a great point. Building your social equity and relationships in the space and being an active part of the space is, it's massive. I mean, if you want to have a career in Web3, if you want to create your own NFT project, if you're an artist, I mean, any of that, you can't just come in or be an outsider and expect to drop a project and it's just going to sell out and be amazing. You have to put in what you want to take back. 
you've done an incredible job of that. And you mentioned Niren, who is an incredible artist and a really awesome community member. The Web3 community as a whole is huge, but there's all these sub-communities of people who interact, support each other, and grow together from that support. And I think that is an incredible part of Web3. How do you see the market and the space moving forward? Oh, yeah, I like this question. So I think that art-only NFTs are going to be few and far between. Like, you're not going to find a tremendous amount of value or resell value in you know, these NFTs with no utility, just strictly art, unless it's coming from a well, like a Beeple or s- some of these really large artists. If you're looking to support an artist that's a, that you like and you want to just own it because you want to support them, that's great. But if you're looking at it from just a big investment point of view, you know, it has to have utility, it has to have something about it that is going to create like that speculative, you know, future value. Just my investing strategy is going to be like, I'm investing in projects. It's more than just the art now. They used to be more about the art, but I don't have the type of money to just throw at just for art stuff. I'm looking for more a business-minded approach to NFTs. I want utility. I want gamification. I want community uh, activities, IRL events. Like I'm looking for the whole package. And there's a couple projects that do it well. Obviously, Board Apes, you know, they, they do it very well, you know, between the IRL events and everything else and the value, speculative value. Doodles does it well. There's a couple of big ones, but I'm looking for more of that full, you know, full package. I see like those projects doing the most and it's hard, you know, it, it's really hard. You look at the money behind those big projects, it supports their floor price because there's, I mean, they got their corporations or CEOs behind these projects now. So, um, you know, you gotta, you gotta really build yourself up to that. Yeah. I, I love that answer. Something more than just the art. And that can be some kind of brand if the team and the project is working hard enough to get that brand out there and gamification Greg, I want to thank you so much for coming on NFT and Chill. This was uh, an awesome conversation. I'm glad I got to have you on the show. Where can people find you and Wagme Wines? You go to wagme.wine. That's our website. And you can uh, find us on Twitter at Wagme Wine. Follow us there. Definitely join our project. Uh, love to have everybody uh, come in. And it's uh, very inexpensive. Like most projects, you come in, you got to spend five, six, seven hundred dollars. No, you can literally come into our project with five dollars a week and you can enter our um, our raffles uh, or buy one of our game pieces. So um, it's a great project to get into for a low barrier. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, Poe, Greg. I appreciate it. This was awesome. Awesome. Cool. All right. And that's it for this week's show. I want to thank my guest, Polka Shaman, for coming on and letting us in on his secrets of collecting and creating a successful project and what it means to be a great community member. Go check him out. He's an awesome person in this space. Check out Wagme Wines as well. It's definitely an exciting time in Web3. Even if the market is down and the economy is not great, there's so much building and innovating going on and jobs being created with individuals and companies. It's just a very exciting time if you're trying to get involved, whether in a career or just learning more about the space in general. Next week on July 21st, I'll be speaking at DecentralCon's DeFi Summit at 2.15 Eastern on YouTube. Uh, Wednesday, I leave for London 
to speak at the Global NFT Summit, and I'm super excited. If anybody is in the United Kingdom, please shoot me a message. We've also got a lot of exciting stuff planned for the podcast. We're going to be doing something very cool with some artists in this space that you, the listener, can be a part of. I'm not going to go into it too much, but I'm very excited about this. So make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss an episode or an update with the NFT and Chill podcast. And thank you so much for the support, all those incredible reviews and listening. Without you, the listeners, the show isn't what it is. And so we'll see you next week. I'm the mayor, and you've been listening to the NFT and Chill podcast. Peace.